0: Out here, it's Heather LaRue of Heather's Heart with episode nine, and we are talking about the power of expectation. I'm gonna say that again the power of expectation. First of all, I want to thank any of you who are subscribed on Spotify or who are going to listen. I appreciate every listening ear, all the feedback that I've been getting. I am so grateful. For just sharing this moment in my life with you all and Heather's Heart, the podcast and the messages that the Lord gives me to share. So today I'm really excited because um, yesterday um, as I was asking God, you know, what do you want me to talk about? What do you want me to talk about? And he talked about expectation, expectation. So today I am praying that I impart of a great word in your life that will get you to expect, that will get you to believe God just a little bit more, that will get you to just keep going just a little bit longer. All right, so let's talk about expectation. What is expectation? The definition of expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. It means to look forward toward what will probably occur. It also means to wait for the realization. Now, I'm going to say that again, but I want to emphasize it. It's a strong belief that something will happen and that that's going to be the case in the future. It means that you are looking, your eyes are positioned forward, your movement is forward toward what's about to happen. It means that you are waiting for the realization You are waiting for what you've envisioned to come alive, to actually exist in your now. You are looking and you are working towards something that you cannot see, but it is a fact that it is going to happen. Tell somebody it's going to happen. Tell yourself it's going to happen. All right. Why is it beneficial for us to even expect anything? why does expectation make a difference one it motivates us two it makes you push just a little bit harder because you expect results all right three it helps you establish vision beyond plain sight what does that mean that when i expect something it causes me to see beyond what i can see in the natural beyond what's In my current situation, it allows me to establish foresight, not just the eyesight that we have right where we are, but we can look ahead in foresight, believing, knowing that it's going to come into reality. Also, it gives us purpose. When you live in expectation, when you wake up in expectation, you wake up in purpose. You get up in purpose. You go to work in purpose, on purpose. You live a purpose-driven life because you have an expectation of a result that you are looking toward. All right? Why else? Why else is it beneficial? It is beneficial because an expected end was already given to us by God. God has already assigned an expected end to each and every one of us. Each and every one of us has a destiny in God. All right. You've already been given an expected end. So, because you've already been given an expected end by God, an ordained place in the future you might as well expect it to happen. Lastly, and then I'm going to read a couple scriptures and just expound some more on expectation. The last reason that I believe it's beneficial is expectation is built on faith. Okay? So the reason why you expect something is because you believe in it and you have faith in it. And faith is what God responds to. God does not respond to action. He responds to faith. All right? So, without faith, it is impossible to please God. That's what the Bible tells us. We have to have faith. And because we have faith, we can expect things. And because we expect it, it empowers us to get to the finish line. All right? The reason why you have to believe, why you have to expect is because everything in heaven is built upon faith. Faith is heaven's currency. Faith is heaven's currency. Say that with me. Faith is heaven's currency. Faith is how heaven operates. Faith is what God uses to determine what he's going to do Okay, so when you expect and you are walking in a life of expectation, you are literally walking in faith. And because you are walking in that faith, God can do nothing but give you the expected end that he's already assigned to your life. Did you get that? Did you get that? When you walk in faith, you allow God to open up the expected end. That he's already assigned to you. Okay? You got to get that. You got to get that. Expect it, expect it, expect it. All right. Say it. Expect it, expect it. I expect it. All right. So let's go to Jeremiah 29 and 11. Because there's a key thing about this verse that I never saw. And I want to share that with you guys. So the first verse again is Jeremiah 29 and 11. And it says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected in here we go. We hear that again to give us what an expected end. So I looked up expected and what it meant in Jeremiah 29 and 11. And what I found is that the translation for expected in this verse means a cord as an attachment, meaning we are attached to God's plans for our lives, so we can always expect to win. We can expect to arrive at our destiny. So, expected means accord, it means that you are attached to God. So, when you walk in a life of expectation, you are living an attached life, accorded life, where God is at the other side of the cord. It's you and Him that are tied together because you are walking in expectation. Now, in addition to this, it's also translated as hope, meaning absolute hope. What is absolute hope? Absolute hope is hope that cannot be null or void. It's hope that has a promise attached to it. It's hope that happens. It's hope that is reality. Okay? Hope that becomes reality. Anything that is absolute is guaranteed. It's guaranteed. So not only are we courted and attached to God, we live in a place of absolute hope where everything that God ordained is specifically assigned to us and has a mandate attached to it as long as we stay courted to God. Whew. As long as you stay courted to God, you can expect an absolute hope. You can live in guaranteed hope. You can walk in guaranteed hope. All right. Now let's go to Psalm 62 and 5. It says, my soul wait upon thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. I'm going to read it again. My soul wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. Him, my expectation is from Him. Now, when I looked up expectation in Psalm 62 and 5, it matched Jeremiah 29 and 11, meaning that we are courted, attached in absolute hope to God's plans for our lives. All right, it is definitive. The Bible is being clear with us that when we expect God, we are expecting something that is guaranteed. When we live a life of expectation it is going to happen it's going to happen tell somebody say I'm going I'm going to happen yes I am going to happen I am going to manifest and everything that God assigned to me is going to manifest too because I am courted and connected in absolute hope to the one thing that is true and that is the living God all right now let's go to Proverbs 24 and 14 and then we're going to take a break And what it says is, So shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul. When thou hast found it, then there shall be a reward. And thy expectation shall not be cut off. Now what is this verse saying? It's talking about wisdom. It's talking about a reward. And that expectation will not be cut off. What Proverbs 24 and 14 is telling us, That when you seek out wisdom, a life of righteous living and a life of wisdom, living according to the wisdom of God, you will be rewarded. And your expectation shall not be cut off, meaning that when you decide, to live a life that is wise in the eyes of God, that you make wise decisions, you are basically telling God, I want what you have for me. I want my expected end. I want my promises. Go ahead and give them to me because I'm living a life in expectation of absolute hope. And my expectation will not be cut off because I'm seeking out wise ways of living i am seeking to do things the right way i know i could do this myself i know that if it was up to me i could get to the goal but i want to follow you christ and because i desire to follow you more than to chase a dream than to make something happen for me and build myself because i'm willing to lay down my life as you lay down yours haven't expected in with absolute hope where everything that happens in my life happens because God ordained it that is the hope of all of us it should be the hope and the work of all of us that we get to the spaces that are God ordained spaces that we didn't do anything but trust him spaces Where it wasn't our works that caused us to be there. It wasn't the effort that we put in. But it was more faith than effort. Because when you truly walk in Christ, what you're doing is walking in faith. So everything that I do is ordained because I'm doing it according to faith. And because I'm doing it according to faith, the end is absolute. I get results. I see healing. I see deliverance. I experience the promises of God. I walk into dimensions and places that I didn't even sow for. I just had faith. I just held on to my expectation. Let's take a break and then we're going to come back. We're going to wrap this up. Love you guys. Heather's heart, the power of expectation. You're listening to Heather's heart where I speak from my heart to yours. It is my goal and desire to help you get to the next place. If you know someone who has a story that needs to be told, please email me at heather.larue at icloud.com. That's heather.larue at icloud.com. Monday, subscribe on Spotify. Heather's Heart, the podcast. That's Heather's Heart, the podcast. Subscribe on Spotify. Every Monday, be a new episode. So make sure you subscribe. Also follow me on Instagram at Heather's Heart Lead. That's Instagram, Heather's Heart Lead. All right, we are back at Heather's Heart. Right here, this is your girl, Heather LaRue, and we're talking about the power of expectation. hope you enjoyed that break. As we get into this subject again, we are going to talk about the three reasons why people stop expecting or decrease their level of expectation. Also, I want to talk to you about the power that's actually behind expectation. All right, so the three reasons, there are three reasons that I believe that people stop expecting, and one is the process. Two... It hasn't happened yet. Three, they allow external forces or internal beliefs to dictate their actions. Okay? The process. We're talking about number one first, the process. Now, all of us are built through consistency. I truly believe that. So write that down. We are built through consistency. Our character, our morals... Our beliefs, our heart, our mind, our spirit, our bodies are built through consistency. And what God does is He allows us to endure processes to become. We are like olives that He makes olive oil. We are like clay that He makes into pottery. All right. So we go from raw goods to finished goods. And in that process, to get from raw to get to something that's a finished good that can be that is manufactured that's ready to go on the shelf that's ready for the master's use, we endure things. We go through trials, tests, temptations. We are put in a pressure cooker almost to become. And a lot of people disdain the process. They can't stand the process because in that process they are tried in so many areas that they don't know don't know if God is with them and when you get in these processes sometimes you feel like God is not on your side because you are being tried at levels and places in your life and mental spaces that you don't know if God is with you but in all actuality he is with you this is just the process to become so that's why people stop expecting or they decrease their level of expectation that's reason number one two it hasn't happened yet And a lot of people measure their success by what they're able to produce, okay? A lot of us measure our success by what we're able to produce rather than measuring ourselves by what we can consistently do, okay? And so because we expect results, when we don't get them, we struggle. When we work out and then we don't see the weight loss, We have a problem because it hasn't happened yet. Or maybe you've been believing God for healing and it hasn't happened yet. Or maybe you've been believing God for a job and you just haven't gotten it yet. Whatever it is that you are believing God for and it hasn't happened is a lot of the reason why people don't keep expecting. It's like the longer they wait, the lower their expectation becomes. And God is not wanting you to do that. He wants you to consistently believe me at the same heightened level. God is saying consistently believe me at 100%. And really, that 100% is a mustard seed. So you just have to have 100% of a mustard seed to activate God's plan for your life. Number three, they allow what's external and internal to dictate their beliefs. So just like we talked about because it hasn't happened yet, when it hasn't happened yet, people will allow their feelings and their emotions or what they see around them to affect their behavior. Or they look at someone else and then they feel like, well, I should be farther than them or I should be where they are. And then so they start decreasing their level of expectation and start working in the spirit of comparison and competition. And so you have to be careful because when you don't increase your level of expectation, you will begin to underappreciate your value. You will begin to lower the standard of yourself. And you will sink to places God never called you to sink to. God's promises for you have nothing to do with what's going around you has nothing to do with what your neighbor has. It's about you actually believing God for yourself and seeing the fruits of believing, seeing the fruits of your faith. All right, so I want to tell you the story about Mr. Harvey. Now, as a child, I grew up working in the strawberry patch, Mr. Harvey's strawberry patch. Now, Mr. Harvey had people who would come from all over to get his strawberries. But I need to tell you this about Mr. Harvey. Mr. Harvey had one of his arms amputated, so it was difficult for him to pick strawberries. And there was a portion of customers who needed their strawberries picked because they were elderly or they just physically couldn't do it. And so when I became a picker, one of the things that I did was pick strawberries for that particular population. And I helped them pick their strawberries. And I made sure that Mr. Harvey was able to keep up with their demands what I want to tell you about him. And what I learned in the strawberry patch was, every year I will watch Mr. Harvey consistently sow seed in the ground and pick from his harvest. I learned the seasons from watching him prepare his land every year. Regardless of how plentiful the harvest was, every year he continued to plant. I learned from Mr. Harvey that one of the greatest ways to experience continued success was to be committed to consistency. Mr. Harvey never allowed the harvest from the year before to dictate whether he planted or not. Every year, he showed up to the field. Every season, he planted his seeds. He was consistently committed to planting. The rain did not stop him. He always showed up to the field. Just like Mr. Harvey, we are called to show up to work our fields. We are called to plant season after season, but plant season after season in expectation, in faith, believing, hoping, knowing that in absolute hope, God is going To Show up that I am going to get the benefits. I am going to reap my harvest. No, I have not seen it yet I have not grasped it yet I have not touched it put my hands on it But I know that I know that I know that one day I am going to receive what God has ordained for me to have I need you to get this word in your system and let it perpetuate faith in you let it build your hope and faith and you know that this is the season to see the salvation of God in your life. I thank God for Mr. Harvey because he taught me what it meant to wait on God. He taught me the value of waiting and the value of waiting in expectation. Now, if Mr. Harvey had allowed Bad Harvest to stop him, he never would have become so famous. But because he was committed, being consistent he saw the fruit of his labor and he employed a lot of people so i thank god for mr harvey now what we have to understand is there is a power that works behind expectation there is a power there's faith that works behind expectation so the power of expectation is that it makes god arrive in your life because you are attached to him. You are corded to him. He cannot separate himself from you. And you cannot separate yourself from him. So it causes God to arrive in your life. God's blessings will flow in your life. The power of expectation causes God to show up in his whole self. Meaning he shows up as Jireh, Elohim. He shows up as Emmanuel. He shows up as Jehovah Shalom. He shows up as Yahweh. He shows up as... As every entity that he embodies. And he works on your specific behalf to ensure your purpose. To ensure your destiny. To ensure your what expected end. Today I ask you to check your level of expectation. Where are your levels of expectation? And then beyond that, do you expect God to move in your finances but not in other areas? Where do you believe God the most? Figure out where do I believe God the most? And try to let that belief infiltrate the other areas of your life so that you can expect God at the same level in every aspect of your life. Now there's two words that the Lord told me to share with you, and that's expectation and capacity. Say expectation and capacity. Expectation? Is your absolute hope. It's knowing that it's going to happen. So increase that measure of faith that you believe, but also increase your capacity to receive, meaning open yourself up to experience the deeper, bigger things of God. Open yourself up for it. Prepare your mind for it. Prepare your heart for it, because what you don't want God to do is bless you Immensely, and then you don't even have the resources or the mental capacity to govern it. All right, prepare yourself for what's coming. And lastly, I want you to figure out what's holding you back. What is stopping you? What's stopping you from your expected end? Is it lack of faith? Is it doubt? Is it because it hasn't happened yet? Is it because you've given up? Is it because you're tired or you're exhausted? Or is it because you just don't know what to believe anymore? Well, today is the day for you to decide to believe God. God is saying, try me again. Expect me again. Expect it, expect it, expect it. Because the power of expectation is that it puts you in the land of favor. The power of expectation is that it allows you to operate in favor, which means you have access to things you did not earn. You have access to things that you did not work for. You have access to people, places, and things, and resources that you didn't do anything to get. But because you expected, God matched your level of expectation and showed up and arrived just for you. And so now you're going to live the blessed life. Look, God does not want us to just live an ordinary life. He wants us to live a blessed life, a life where we have the freedom and the resources to do what we need to do for the kingdom. Prepare yourself for what's coming. This is not the season to give up. It's not the season to throw in the towel. So I wanna pray for you real quick. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every person who is listening, every listening ear, God. I pray, Lord, I come against the talk of the enemy, that he has poisoned their spirits to doubt. He's poisoned their spirits to not believe again. Father God, I thank you right now that you are giving them the capacity to believe like never before. The capacity to walk into a new newness and a new level of faith. Give them the capacity to understand that all things are working together for the good of them who love the Lord. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, I pluck up the spirit of fear and doubt and neglect and abandonment for those who have abandoned their dreams and visions. Lord, I break that off of them right now. Father God, I pray that you cause them to believe again. Stir up the gift that is within them, Lord, for the edification of the kingdom. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now that they will marry their minds, marry their hearts to faith and divorce fear and doubt. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Your bladder is going to be greater than your former. Say that. My ladder is going to be greater than the former it's coming expect it expect it expect it i'm telling you right now and i prophesy right now i prophesy In the name of Jesus Christ, that you are going to experience favor like no other because you have increased your level of expectation. I prophesy that doors will fly open for you. I prophesy that your name is being said in rooms that you haven't yet walked in. I prophesy that you will be the head and not the tail because you increased your level of expectation. I prophesy that you will connect to people who have the heart of Christ, who will pray for you, who will discern for you, who will be wisdom to you, who won't mind sharing their resources because you believed God. This is the season to get it. I'm telling you, this is the season to get it. God is going to do it. I'm telling you, someone is about to use their privilege to give you privilege. Someone is about to give us privilege. Ooh. I'm telling you, God is doing something magnificent. Grab it. Get ready for it because it's going to be special. All right. I love you guys. I love you. I love you. I love you. Make sure you subscribe on Spotify. Every Monday, I'll be dropping a word nugget. And don't forget, I will be starting the Who Told You It Was Over series. So I need some stories. I need people who God has done immeasurable things for that the impossible became possible just for them. I need that story because this is the season to believe God. All right, I love you. Y'all have a good week. Be blessed. Signing out, Heather of Heather's Heart. We'll see you next Monday.